A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. Mary stayed outside the tomb, weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener, and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell him where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he told her. The Gospel of the Lord In the ancient Jewish temple, Contained within the innermost sanctum of the temple, there was the Ark of the Covenant. It was a gold chest flanked by two angels on either side, and it was in itself representative of the presence of God, which is why it was kept in the innermost sanctum. The only person who had access to that space was the high priest, and the entrance to it was covered by this large, tall, veil, curtain. When Jesus died, it says that the veil of the temple tore from top to bottom, meaning that the presence of God, or allowing the presence of God, if you will, to quote-unquote escape into the world. No longer was God contained within any small space or any small object, but now God was out in all of the world. And, as one would hope, when Mary Magdalene pops her head into the sepulcher, she sees two angels seated where the body of Christ had lain, just like the Ark of the Covenant, with an angel on either side. And Christ's body is gone. It seems that God is absent, but God has gone out into the world, and he is busy. What happens after that? Rather than Mary having to approach God as if God was at the temple in the veil through the, through the priest, God approaches her. There's this further interesting detail. Jesus addresses Mary Magdalene as a woman. It's a generic term for female, which is precisely what Eve, the name Eve, represents from the Garden of Eden. 
and notice that Christ is mistaken for the gardener. Here again we have God in the garden, but this time he is reconciling what was torn asunder at that first betrayal. He is forgiving and approaching his beloved people. And the way that he communicates that care and that concern and that reversal of misfortune is that he does the simplest thing. He says the name of Mary. And she turns and sees him and recognizes him and recognizes what he has done and is doing for her. Mary. Today, it is not us who must approach God and offer sacrifices to him, but rather God who approaches us and sacrifices for us so that we might be reconciled with him, with each other, with ourselves. He has left us the Eucharist to remind us of that simple and sublime fact. So if you find today that you are looking into an empty tomb, that you feel as Mary did and it seems that God is absent, know that he is out in the world. He may be standing right beside you, patiently and ready to say your name when you are ready. God has come to reconcile us to one another, to ourselves, and to himself. May we have the gift, may we have the gift, the grace, and the blessing of trusting completely in him.